pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Roto-Grinders presents the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Dan Bach talks to the biggest personalities in DFS, delivers commentary on the industry's most important topics, and gives you the advice you need to help build winning lineups. Both the salary and the matchup are just too good. If you are not playing him in your head-to-head games, you are just going to lose. You didn't really think we were going to get rid of that, did you? Here's your host, the one and only, Dan Bach. Hey everybody, what's going on? Welcome back to another edition here of the Roto-Grinders Daily Fantasy Fix. Dan Bach back in the driver's seat with you here this week, coming off the All-Star break and uh, ready to hopefully get back on the second half baseball grind, win some money here tonight. I'm checking out this slate, pretty impressed with it. So uh, we'll get to that in a moment. Big thank you to Fantasy Draft. They're the ones that allow us to bring you free content here on Roto-Grinders like this podcast and the new, that's right, new format for our four o'clock show it now starts at 4:10 instead of 4:30, so that's one little change we made but also that that earlier show is now focusing exclusively on tournament so it's grinders live tournament edition sponsored by fantasy draft and uh, it's all tournament focused content for you so we know what's really driving daily fantasy play today it is tournament play so we're going to be focusing a ton more on these shows with ownership, uh, with uh, trying to leverage the field, and you know, get into that element of lineup building rather than uh, you know just you know focusing on best plays. Now, obviously, we're going to give our who we think are the best plays, but we're also going to talk in what context uh, in terms of tournament, single entry, large field. So, different format. Check it out. Let us know what you think. If you got suggestions. Send them my way, but uh, I think it was time for a little bit of change on that show, and I'm excited the second half to be uh, moving in that direction to keep a tournament-focused show. Uh, for the purpose of this podcast, we kind of give you a quick overview of what's going to happen today because, uh, obviously, lineups, uh, weather, a lot of stuff can impact the way we build lineups. So, uh, as of, you know, 10, 30, 11 o'clock this morning. Here's where the I think I'm going to go in terms of my own lineup build. So let's get to it. And uh, we'll start with the starting pitching tonight. I don't think you have to double spend for pitchers, but I definitely think you have to have at least one big name pitcher here today. And weather is going to dictate some of this. So obviously be watching Crunch Time with Kevin Roth for our premium subscribers. And it's going to boil down to, uh, I think, first off, does Jacob deGrom pitch or not tonight? Uh, The Mets got rained out last night versus the Yankees. I don't know how often we get back-to-back PPDs. My guess is not very often. Uh, So I think they're going to want to get this game in tonight. Uh, We're looking at, what, 47% at... uh, at five, uh, 58% at six, 65% at seven. So uh, obviously Roth is going to be able to give us a clearer picture on this one. 
come closer to lock. But if this looks like it's going to go, Jacob DeGrom, I think, is hands down one of the top options for us here tonight against this Padres team that's just dreadful this season against right-handed pitching. Their lineup just leaves a lot to be desired. Good ballpark, DeGrom at home, uh, 177 favorite. So all sorts of uh, metrics lining up for him to be a top pitcher tonight. Obviously, I think the ownership is going to be pretty heavy on him today. That's the drawback that you get. But, you know, on two-pitcher sites, I'm okay with that sometimes, especially if, you know, you can, you know, find different spots where uh, you can find lower ownership. I'm a little less worried about ownership at starting pitching than I am, you know, at some of the other position players. So uh, I definitely think Jacob DeGrom is the best option for us tonight. But whether maybe that brings down his ownership if it comes up like a yellow or an orange tonight, from Kevin Roth, but uh, I like him a good bit against this Padres team. Just bad in every respect versus right-handed pitching. So he's number one for me, and then it goes to Severino 2, Corey Kluber 3. Uh, Severino, monster favor, 258 on the road, and an implied run total for the Rays today below 2.8 at 2.77 tonight. And, uh, you know, Severino, 13-2 is a huge number. It's a 1,000 more than Corey Kluber, but the difference is Severino, outside of that last start at Cleveland, which, you know, a road start at Cleveland's a pretty tough spot um, for him to pitch, uh, he's been pretty good. You've had uh, 15, 28, 34, 14, 37, uh, lots of games in the 30s for him this season. Going against Tampa Bay, put a 37 spot against them earlier this season and a 20 seven spot against them earlier this season. So I think he's there again. He has dominated them, not just this season, but pretty much for his career uh, against, you know, the uh, the pitcher versus batter stats. You look at Severino and 73 at-bats against him. He's only allowed one extra base hit, one double, no home runs, uh, a strikeout rate of uh, 32%. Uh, again, in 73 uh, at-bats against him, uh, only five walks. I really love Severino tonight. I wish he was cheaper. You know, I think you can make a case maybe on a single pitcher site on FanDuel. Um, if you get worried about the weather, he's as good as DeGrom. Uh, I haven't checked the salary differences over on FanDuel tonight, but on DraftKings, uh, I think the fact that we've got, you know, a $1,000 difference between the two is going to give DeGrom the edge. But I am fine with Severino. I think he keeps it rolling here tonight against the Tampa Bay Rays. Great ballpark to pitch in out there in Tampa, too. So uh, love him today. And then Kluber, you know, he certainly has not been pitching up to the level that his salary is coming in at tonight. 12-2 over on DraftKings. Fantasy Draft 23-9. And if you look at, you know, 20 DraftKings fan draft points, like that's pretty reasonable expectation for somebody who's that high of salary. He has hit it once in the last one, two, three, four, five, six starts. He's only hit it once. Now, I look back at some of the metrics over the last month, and the velocity is not really down. The hard contact's up a little bit. I think the ground ball rate is a little bit off for him. But there's nothing that's standing out to me that says, like, he's really hurt. Now, he did... um, Missed his uh, last start, then had the all-star break. So he should come in very fresh here. And I'm not worried about any sort of innings cap on him. I haven't read anything of that light, of that sort. And a pretty good team here against Pittsburgh for him to match up against. The implied run total there of three. I'm okay with Kluber tonight. You know, I think you can play two of these top three guys 
and and you know dig around and do some dumpster diving and we'll help you out with that here in a moment when we uh you know start looking at the bats but uh, I I just looking at the middle tier of starting pitching today and there's not a lot that I love so that's where I'm very kind of comfortable you know spending up at this position today uh, all right, let's talk about some of the other pitchers that we've got on this slate. Stripling at 10-2 against Eflin. Weather concerns here. Not in love with this game. I think both bats on this one, um, especially the Dodgers bats, really kind of popping against Eflin with all those left-handed bats. Uh, Stripling's been fine. You know, he's 10-2. He's 2K cheaper than those other guys uh, that I just, you know, previously mentioned. And he's been, you know, 20 Fan draft DraftKings points. Uh, let's see. At the last two starts, he had three in the teens, and then before that, he had one, two, three, four, five, six in a row, where he was about twenty-five fantasy points or more. So, um, yeah, it looks like eight out of his last eleven starts, you know, he's more than reached that twenty fantasy point, you know, threshold. But he's also a guy where, you know, you're getting six innings of work from him. That's it. Like, I think he's gone over that maybe once or twice this season. I think one time he's reached seven full innings of work, just with the way that Dave Roberts functions. And you lose out on some win equity when you do that. Not that the Dodgers don't have a good bullpen, because they do. But um, obviously, if he's not pitching as deep, that's more of an opportunity for the bullpen to kind of blow whatever kind of lead he might have. And, uh, you know, last three starts, kind of trending in the wrong direction. Nine hits in six innings, seven hits in in five, eight hits in six. So uh, I'm kind of not really wanting to go there. I think I'd rather pay 2K more and get some of those other uh, top arms that I'm looking at. Initially, Sean Newcomb kind of popped for me against uh, the Marlins. But digging in here, I'm a little bit nervous. Uh, He just has not had it over his last three starts. Um, You know, DraftKings points, six, negative one, negative four. Has been good against the Marlins earlier this season. Uh, Had a 26 against them uh, a little bit earlier and had a 19. That's what he's got going for him. He does get a confidence boost, I think, from that that he has pitched well against them already this season. Uh, but I just am not sure that that the stuff is there right now, especially, you know, he's kind of got some reverse splits to him. So a guy like Justin Bohr is kind of interesting. Uh, Brian Anderson has crushed him if you're into the BVP. Uh, not a huge sample size, we'll give you that. But um, he's got five hits in, uh, in eight at-bats against him. I guess crushing isn't the word, but... Uh, has hit him well. So I think he's in play. I'd like, I'd put him in my tournament uh, rotation if I'm firing 100 lineups tonight. If I'm doing a three-entry max uh, and I've got to use, you know, so I've got, you know, six pitchers. I mean, I obviously can overlap pitchers, but I think there may be a chance he sneaks in on one of those. On a single entry, I don't think so. Um, you know, 20 entry max. Yeah, I think I'd have him on a couple of lineups. Three entry, it's kind of on the brink because there's some other guys that uh, I'm interested in. But I do think he'll drive some ownership, uh, certainly here in this matchup. It's a good ballpark to pitch in there in Miami. There's small favorites on the road um, at minus 115. Urena's pitching on the other side. So uh, I'm a little nervous on it. I'm not going all in. He's not my SP2 in cash. I think some people might have him there, but uh, I'm not that comfortable with him. Uh, passing on Corbin versus the Cubs, passing on the Nats and Brewers pitchers. 
Uh, Tigers, Royals, definitely not. Uh, the one guy that I think is interesting here is Daniel Ponce de Leon, which is just a perfect last name, by the way. Uh, did not did Ponce de Leon? I want to say as somebody who lives here, I should know this. I think he discovered Florida, and I think he quote unquote was either discovered or was looking for the Fountain of Youth. Now, if you have a last name that is shared with one of the great explorers of all time, and it's not like just, you know, somebody with the last name Columbus or something like that. No, Ponce de Leon. He's got the entire name, I think. I don't know, maybe that's one name. Uh, I'm not up to uh, up to snuff on my world explore- explorers, but I love the name of Ponce de Leon, and I looked at his minor league numbers, and pretty decent. Like, I don't think this guy's a bad prospect... Uh, by any measure, and I did see he had a horrific head injury. I did not Google to see what happened, but I saw a couple of headlines saying, oh, Ponce de Leon returns from horrific head injury last year to start for the Redbirds tonight. I'm like, okay, I don't I don't really want to know what happens, but I'm looking at his numbers this season, 92 innings in the minor leagues, 103 strikeouts. The ner- What makes me nervous here is this start is going to go one of two ways. He's going to pitch really well, or he's going to get nervous. He's going to be walking people because he does that a lot, and he's going to get himself in a lot of trouble. So I think nobody's going to play this guy. I think he's going to fly under the radar today. We got him, what, 5,100 over on DraftKings tonight. Uh, Fantasy draft at 10-3. I like the strikeout upside. I looked at the minor league game logs. The dude's thrown over 100 pitches uh, or close to 100 pitches in like his last five starts. So he's stretched out. He's ready to go. And uh, and I think he's intriguing today against the Reds. Uh, but that's not to say that there's not risk in playing him because, like I said, he could easily walk guys. I mean, this is one of those rare scenarios where I will use a pitcher on some teams and I will stack against him in others because uh, I do think it goes – I don't think it's like – uh, you know, at 5,100, he doesn't need much to pay off that salary, but I could easily see him just going off the rails here, not finding the strike zone and just, you know, having the Reds get batter after batter. Um, and one kind of intriguing option on that one could be Billy Hamilton today on the bat side of things. You hate batting, you know, taking guys who literally bat below the starting pitcher. That's not a good sign, but we saw it the other day, like a week ago, he had like three stolen bases finished with like 30 DraftKings points. Um, So those kind of guys, I'm always fine with playing in tournaments today. Like that really pretty much makes them impossible to play in cash games when you bat ninth because you're almost guaranteed, you know, less plate appearances. And, you know, when you're playing 50-50s and you're scrapping for every plate appearance and every point you can get, doesn't make a ton of sense. But, you know, uh, you know, on FanDuel, for example, at 2,500, like, It's a great tournament dart if he gets walked, steals a couple of bases. I mean, the couple of games he did that um, back against Chicago, he had, uh, let's see, 21 DraftKings points and 26 DraftKings points, 27 on FanDuel uh, and 30 on FanDuel. So, you know, when he gets a stolen base, you're basically looking at minimum 10 fantasy points. For him, so that's pretty good. We'll take that. Um, at 4K, I don't think anybody's going to play him over there on DraftKings, but uh, in GPPs, I don't hate it just for the walk possibility. So I'm on some Ponce de Leon today as just a really low-owned guy. 
that uh, I don't think a lot of people are going to play that, that has some K upside to him. Uh, the other guy that I think people are going to play a good bit tonight is going to be Eric Lauer, uh, starting pitcher for the Padres at just 4K. Now, weather could change that up a little bit, uh, but he is not nearly as bad as a 4K salary guy should be. Um, I mean, you can look back Dodgers two starts ago. He had 33 DraftKings points. Now, that was really an outlier, but he's got a 25 uh, against Oakland, a 15 against San Francisco, a 17 against Cincinnati, a 20 against Washington, another 22 against the Dodgers. So he hasn't been, you know, Zach Morris is trash bad, but um, he's been, you know, not great, but he should be like 6,500. He shouldn't be 4K. That salary is just wrong. Like, I just feel like there's something wrong there on him. So on fantasy draft, and DraftKings uh, at 8K on Fantasy Draft. I mean, FanDuel is 7,400. He's almost as much on FanDuel as he is on Fantasy Draft. That should tell you there's some incorrect pricing there. So I think he's in play if the weather uh, turns correct in that one. The last guy to consider is Berea there for the uh, Angels. He gets the White Sox, certainly a team that uh, strikes out a good bit. And he's been solid 20 uh, DraftKings or fan, FanDuel points in each in uh, three of his last four starts and that included a game on the road against Boston which is obviously one of the toughest teams he's going to face 5900 on FanDuel is a pretty good price DraftKings at 81 fantasy draft at 16-2 I'm not so sure about but definitely uh, a guy we can look at firing on lineups where we want big bats on FanDuel uh, and I don't think he's unplayable on DraftKings at 81. I think a lot of more people will play Newcomb, so could be the pivot off of him today. And, you know, you just love the kind of K upside that you get. Uh, has not faced the Chicago White Sox this season. Did have seven or six strikeouts against Texas, who's kind of one of the more K-happy teams out there. Seven against Colorado as well. So don't mind Mr. Berea tonight. Uh, good chance he's going to pick up a W as well. We'll get to the bats there in a minute. Okay, let's move on now to the bats. We kind of go position by position, so we'll do that here once again tonight. Again, use up our use our lineup HQ tool. So many different ways to sort by plate IQ scores. You can sort by uh, price per dollar. Uh, you can sort by matchup WOBA. There's just so many different ways that you can use this tool. And uh, I'll tell you what, it's the best in the biz. Our baseball offerings, like I feel like, feel like we've just done some incredible things so far this season, and really proud of uh, the job that the team has done. I mean, just innovated more than anybody I think in the DFS space this baseball season by far, in my opinion. It's not even close. So, uh, props to the Dev Team Premium Team; they're doing a great job. Uh, all right, uh, catcher today, you know. I think there's a couple ways you can go. You know, we've got Salvador Perez against Francisco Liriano. Uh, solid salary at him at 4K. Liriano's just a hot mess. Played IQ absolutely loves him. 10 premium reports in his favor. So he definitely makes uh, a heck of a lot of sense for us tonight. I think a lot of people will be uh, looking to him today. And um, another in that same game, Phil Meyer is not any good. I mean, I've been looking at this guy's numbers in the minors. Uh, ERA of what 5.75 this season in AAA. I know it's ERA, but you know it doesn't profile as a is a particularly great 
uh, bat. And, you know, I think Detroit's one of the sneakier stacks of the day. Detroit is a favorite. Francisco Liriano is a favorite on the road. That alone should set off alarm bells. And then you've got the Detroit bats who just in general are scheduled to, or not scheduled, but have an implied run total of 4.82. Detroit bats alone, forget who's pitching, being favored on the road is kind of insane to me. So I'm all in, I think, today on Detroit bats. you got a couple of catcher options here in James McCann and John Hicks. But I think if you want a team you can stack with uh, big-time starting pitching, this is the team that you can do it with. Or at least get three or four of these bats in your lineup together. Uh, yeah, you know, you've got Castellanos at 4.3K. It's going to be a little bit tough if you go top two, if you're using Severino to get those guys in. But, you know, guys like Victor Martinez, who it pains me to even mention his name on a podcast, but I just did it. Um, James McCann at 2.9. Um, you know, if you need a shortstop at Iglesias at 3.5 on the cheap, I don't mind the Tigers today because I think Phil Myers is, is, is terrible. Great weather to, to hit in as well. 88 degrees out there in Kansas City. So, uh, those catchers are popping today. Yes, Monty Grandal. Uh, I've looked at three optimal lineups and, uh, he hits two of them here this morning on Roto Grinders. Again, it's early. Those things change. But uh, the, uh, Eflin, I mean, he's facing a plate IQ um, board that is green from top to bottom. Okay? If you use that tool, you know what that means. It's not good news for Mr. Uh, Zach Eflin today. Have I been calling him Robbie Eflin? I don't know if I have. I, for whatever reason, that I, I think I might have uttered that. But Zach Eflin, either way... Uh, Grundahl, fine option for you tonight. I do think that the Dodgers going to be somewhat chalky today, but definitely a guy I'm looking at using. Uh, if you want to hit the weather game, Robinson Chirinos against uh, Anderson, 100-degree temperatures out there. He's really cheap on FanDuel at 2.4, 84 on Fantasy Draft, maybe too much for my blood. Uh, on a site, you don't have to use a catcher. DraftKings at 4,100, he's fine. The good news is he's actually starting to hit the ball. He's got hits in... Uh, five of his last six games, which is excellent because he's been pretty awful most of the season. Thought he might actually have more of a breakout season this year, and it has not happened. But definitely like this spot for him today uh, at uh, first or at uh, at catcher. Okay, moving on to first base here tonight. Uh, some of the best splits, some of the best numbers we've got. Jesus Aguilar against uh, the lefty Gio Gonzalez today. Uh, he has crushed left-handed pitching, so he's going to make a lot of sense tonight. But he and Matt Carpenter are like 5.5K. That is big numbers. And I know Carpenter, you know, this is a prime spot against Castillo. Struggles versus lefties. And Carpenter has been on another planet here as of late. Uh, I'm not paying that number tonight. Uh, I'd rather come down. And there's definitely some spots for us to look at tonight. Uh, I mentioned, you know, the Victor Martinez. Again, that's only in a game, in any sort of situation where you need to find guys under 3K in your lineup. The guy is pretty much washed. But I do love this matchup. And, and I don't know, I just feel like Vegas is onto something there on the Detroit side. So he's interesting to me. Uh, Joey Gallo. I love these spots for Joey Gallo when he gets a matchup that is... Um, against a pitcher who just does not have strikeout stuff. And that's where we're at today. Uh, 
you know, Anderson uh, for or Brett Anderson there for the uh, Oakland A's, uh, a K rate versus lefties of 3.4% this season. Now, that's only 29 plate appearances, so we'll up it over the last couple of seasons, and still, it's 9.7%. I'll said, I'll, I've said this before, I'll say it again. Anytime Joey Gallo faces a non-strikeout pitcher, I or let me let me change that. A very 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 bad strikeout pitcher, you have to play him. It was the Alex Cobb game a couple of weeks ago where Cobb comes in strolling in with a you know a sub fifteen percent K rate, and when you've got a guy who's got a contact woba of five fifty nine and a K rate of 40%, those two things tell you one thing. When he hits the ball, it goes a long way, but he doesn't hit the ball hardly at all. Well, guess what? I'm not worried about a 40% K rate against a pitcher who's got um, you know, a 13.8% K rate and 9% K rate versus lefties over the last two seasons. I'm not worried about it at all. You, t- you add in 100-degree temperatures, Feel if he makes contact, you're going to get a home run tonight. He's batting eighth. People don't like guys batting eighth. And GPPs, don't worry about it. It's like the Billy Hamilton thing. With Billy Hamilton, you're going for two stolen bases. You get that, you're way ahead of the field. With Joey Gallo, you're just going for a home run. Bottom line, maybe he gets one less at bat. Who cares? He hits you a home run. You're there. And I think there's a really good chance he does that tonight. Salaries on him today. Uh, 27 on FanDuel. Uh, DraftKings 43, Fantasy Draft 8,100. So I think he's in a tremendous spot to potentially take one deep. Uh, Okay, other first baseman. Uh, Edwin Encarnacion today. uh, No problem against against Williams. I'm not stacking up the Indians from top to bottom. Williams is not that bad of a pitcher. um, But, you know, one-off gives up some hard contact to righties. I'm okay with that one. Uh, let's see some other options for you on the cheap because again I mentioned you want to sit you want to use big pitching today. Uh, God, I, I don't think I want to rust roster Chris Davis tonight, so I'm not going to mention him. But Luis Valbuena against Lucas Giolito is interesting. Giolito has been pitching much better as of late, but the question is, are we a believer? Because the wheels can absolutely fall off. You know, last start he had almost. 27 DraftKings points against Kansas City, 14 against Houston, negative three against Cincinnati, 13 against Minnesota, and 22 against Oakland. Now, you know, 13 and 14 don't sound bad, but this is a guy who's just a bargain basement salaried guy. And you look at the hits, two hits in six, three hits in seven, eight hits in five, four hits in six. So he's kind of limiting the damage there a, a little bit. Walks are always the issue for him and Vegas I don't think they're a believer as they've got a pretty high team total there on Anaheim today so I'm not sure how much longer this is going to continue I'm happy to take the value bats out there with the Angels and Valbuena definitely one of those guys Uh, a nice you know played IQ score as well today at 59 that checks in uh, into the top 10 here today another name that I'm looking at Matt Adams Big fan of Washington tonight against Chassin. It's just not good. And if you wanted to get even cuter and get like sub 2% ownership, Daniel Murphy is uh, is not going to have much ownership at all. So he is at uh, 4.3K tonight, starting to hit the ball a little bit better. 
the other guy that I think is going to have some ownership tonight, Bellinger. He just feels like he's about a thousand too cheap over there at thirty nine hundred against Zach Eflin in his struggles versus the lefty. He's been hitting the ball pretty well too. Hits in. Uh, let's count them: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten out of his last eleven games. So thirty nine on DraftKings, seventy eight hundred on Fantasy Draft. Be fine with him in any sort of cash game today. Uh, okay, moving on to second base next. And again, not a lot of spots that I am loving here on the payup today. Uh, I mean, Odor at 4.2, maybe. I mean, Whit Merrifield, he's going to be in the leadoff spot today at 4.7. Those are big numbers to pay at this position. Brian Dozier starting to hit the ball a lot better here as of late. Second half kind of player. He gets Santos today, 4,500 there on DraftKings. 9,300 over on Fantasy Draft. Uh, Jan Jervis I think he's a guy that we can look at playing against Alberto Mejia, and especially if he's batting near the top of that lineup, which uh, probably a pretty good chance that he is going to be doing that. So he is uh, 3.4. He bet he either bets first or second. Guriel sometimes bats first. He's 3.7. So if you want to take either of those Toronto bats uh, on the cheap, I think that makes a little bit of sense tonight. Uh, Jed Lowry against Hamels. Eh, he's fine. Uh, let's see his, um, his Woba here versus lefties this season. Uh, we got a matchup Woba of 344. Uh, three... 24 so far this season against lefties. Uh, obviously, great ballpark to uh, to hit in as well. 327 over the last two seasons. He's fine. Um, yeah, he's fine. Uh, let's see. Jonathan Scope uh, against Rick Porcello. Really disappointing season for him, but another guy who's starting to see the ball a little bit better. Home runs in two of his last three. He's got hits in one, two, three, four, five, six consecutive and you extend it further than that, and it's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 16 out of his last 17 games. So he's 3,200 on FanDuel, 37 DraftKings, 73 on Fantasy Draft. I'm not afraid to use guys against Rick Porcello tonight. Absolutely not afraid of doing that at all. Um, wheels not quite fallen off, but they've been wobbly lately there for Porcello. Uh, okay, over at third base, I already talked about Valbuena, Solarte, a lot of those guys still viable for us today. Chris Bryant gets a lefty and Patrick Corbin. Uh, he's 4.4K. I don't mind that salary. You know, he's obviously a big bat, um, you know, back in the lineup after missing some time. But uh, Corbin, uh, you know, 30% K rate. I think people don't want to necessarily use bats against him, but Bryant... If he comes under-owned, I don't have a problem using him one bit here tonight. Uh, Beltre's under 4K against Anderson as well. Not a bad spot for him tonight. Uh, not on Jose Ramirez, not on Matt Carpenter. Again, those guys just a little too expensive uh, for me. Um, I already talked about Valbuena today as another option for us at this position. Uh, let's see. Do we have the trifecta? No. Uh, Justin Turner, 3,700 again, if you're looking to stack up that team. And, man, that Dodgers lineup, you add Machado in there, they are just they are stacked, man. They are just absolutely stacked. Uh, okay, moving on. Next spot for us is third base. If you want to play uh, – or shortstop, if you want to play Manny Machado, uh, go right ahead. Uh, I don't blame you. The guy's pretty darn good. Um, 
Peraza is kind of interesting too. Again, in the lineups, if you're not playing Ponce de Leon, we talked about the walk issues. So Peraza, definitely a guy who you know could get on base, could steal a base, and um, you know hitting at the top of that lineup really is interesting. Uh, 33 on FanDuel, 43 DraftKings, 85 on Fantasy Draft. Uh, Trey Turner, you haven't talked a ton about Washington, but I do love them today. Um, I mentioned Matt Adams and I guess uh, Murphy a little bit, but I don't mind Trey Turner. He's probably my preferred payup. I mean, Lindor's a great hitter, one of the best in the league. At home, Cleveland makes some sense, I suppose. But I'd rather come down to 4.5 and get some Trey Turner into my life here tonight. Uh, let's see. Uh, let me look at one thing here real quick. Okay, he is outfield. I didn't talk about Chad Pinder. He's another guy who crushes lefties um, and gets Cole Hamels in 100-degree temperature out there in Texas. So consider him maybe a little bit there for second base. Uh, okay, final spot for us. We move on to the outfield. Mike Trout. Feels like Mike Trout's going to hit a home run tonight. Um it's just like, can you pay 6K for a pitcher or a hitter? It's like if he doesn't hit a home run, you feel kind of let down. Uh, I think, you know, if you're stacking up some of those cheap Angels bats and you and you want to keep that going, I don't have a problem with it. But I kind of expect some lower ownership on him today. But with that said, you've got a 4K Eric Lauer tonight. So some people could be just going ahead and, uh, and, and using that guy here tonight. And if they do that, it's going to make Trout's you know salary go up a good bit. So... Uh, definitely something to consider there. Played IQ scores today. Trout does come in number one. Cole Calhoun at 3.6K comes in at number two. Expecting him to have some pretty high uh, ownership today. Otani comes in at number four. So all those guys looking really, really sharp tonight, uh, according to our Played IQ premium. Uh, Bryce Harper, love him against Shasin. Another pitcher does not really have strikeout stuff. He's only faced him three times. He's 0 for 3 against him. But I think there's a good chance Harper hits one out today. I don't think we're going to have uh, too much home run derby malaise from him. So I like uh, Bryce Harper a good bit tonight. I think there's a chance he or Juan Soto hits home runs. We know the struggles they have against lefties. Uh, yes, Boston's great, but I just can't pay the numbers it's going to take to get those guys into my lineups tonight. I'm hoping Gossman can do all right. You look you know, uh, he hasn't been great against this team. He hasn't been terrible. Been pretty run-of-the-mill against them so far uh, this season. Let's see. It looks like a 23% K rate. Uh, uh, let's see. Three. Uh, an OPS of 707. Average of 252. Uh, has given up eight home runs in 222 at-bats. Mookie Betts is really, really good. If there's the guy, If there's a guy you want from that team, I think, tonight... Mookie is the guy that I would probably be choosing uh, out of the Red Sox uh, tonight. All right, let's see if we can't uh, dig up some more value for you in the outfield. Delano DeShields, uh, 3,400. Keep your eye on him tonight. Uh, under 4K option. Many of those, as we can find, is a good thing today. Batting near the top of that lineup. Matt Kemp at 3800 could drive some pretty solid ownership as well if he bats third at under 4k uh, with a team that I would expect to uh, to likely score a bunch of runs tonight so nice salary there on Matt Kemp today uh, let's quickly run through the matchup woba and see what else is popping here if we got anything um 
Castellanos, 4.3. Again, love Detroit tonight. So he's, you know, the kind of obvious spend there. Uh, if you want Ryan Rua at that bottom of that lineup tonight uh, for Texas, don't mind it. 3,500. Again, you can get those Texas bats in fairly cheap today. Uh, and then, of course, I always talked, already talked about Joey Gallo tonight, who's one of my favorite home run calls of the evening. But that's going to do it. I'm out of here. Hopefully, I covered enough ground for you to get your lineups made or at least started. And, uh, of course, be sure you can check me out once again right before Roster Lock today uh, on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. We're doing that through the end of the month from 6 to 7. Then we kind of move to the weekends. Uh, Daily kind of takes a backseat in the month of August to season-long football content. But then we'll be back soon enough uh, come September, uh, five days a week over there on Sirius XM. Uh, of course, Grinders Live back again tonight. I think we got three shows starting up today. Draft at 3, Fantasy Draft Tournament Edition there at 410. And then uh, 520, we get started with the flagship show, Grinders Live. So check that out. And Crunch Time with uh, Kevin Roth today. He is uh, back, going to be very useful for us here tonight. Let's see who he's got with him. Uh, looks like uh, Derek Hardy tonight with Kevin Roth on Crunch Time. So that's the lineup for all of us the rest of the day. Thank you guys so much for listening. Leave me a review. A, a uh, five-star review would be fabulous. Just a comment if you have anything. And as always, if you want to be a premium subscriber, seven-day free trial. Try it before you buy it. Most places don't let you do that. We do at Roto Grinders, so do give that a try. Back again tomorrow for the Tuesday edition. Good luck in your contest tonight, and we will see you. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for Dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn, compare it to your neighbor's lawn, and complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance, which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations.